of Steam, Steal, and Murder returns. Tonight, I'm releasing an interlude game from the Steam, Steal, and Murder universe. By request from a listener, we present uh, this one-on-one session with Marcus, who plays Mr. Bishop in the regular game. This takes place after Bishop is taken into custody and details what happens before his release. This is a short one, so another Deadlands game will be released later into the feed. Enjoy! Nice. Well, also, oh, sorry, nice sorry. plot. I really like what you did with the plot where it's kind of like, well, crud, I'm really not going to the frickin' English. <laughs> yeah, you guys entirely missed the, uh, the, uh, the thing I had, uh, planned to run. Uh, Logos messaged me later asking, did you actually have a plot? Just like, yep, I did, and you missed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, eh. you guys never looked, uh, never did check up on, um, the guy who, uh, supposedly took uh, left town but he would have done it at a time that wasn't really possible because he would have already been taken <laughs> you know you guys just didn't look it so mm. yep yep let's see yeah. here bishop is four four and three there we go all right so uh, last time we had a little interlude scene in our last game 47b <laughs> where uh Bishop, uh, an attempt at Bishop on Bishop's life was made by a convict who had a shiv, and apparently the police were, or, well, the guards, uh, police were, uh, seemed to be in on it as, uh, they left you alone with the guy. And Bishop made an impression, hopefully, on all of the, uh, the people who were watching <laughs> mm-hmm. and showed that he said, come on, try harder. Right. Uh, after that, uh, uh, not that you were ever really let into general population, but after that, uh, your meals were brought to you instead of you being brought to a dining hall and your, uh, out time to catch air, smoke a cigarette or, you know, yeah. play around outside, uh, was done after everyone else, uh, had their time. Yeah. So you, I'm you guessing my separate. lawyer was informed of the attempt on my life and made sure that there were extra precautions. Uh, have you gotten onto the forums lately? Uh, no. Okay, well, let me pull it up. I made the Believers in Bishop. They are statted out. Ooh, wow. I need to find this. My internet would actually decide to work. Come on, come on. I just opened a new tab, and it decided to, I guess, freeze my... Here, I'll send you the link to it directly. Yeah, the one... Yep. Oh, wait. So the people for Daniel Bishop, since you never really gave them a name, that's what they're going to be called. That's what I figured. They have an influence of three. Yes! The primary aspect currently is setting Daniel Bishop free. Secondary aspect is elect Daniel Bishop. <laughs> hey, that's what I like. <laughs> uh, physical, you got logistics plus two. No perception, no security. Uh, the reason behind that is there, there, they, you have a great deal of paper pushers behind this that uh, know how to work uh, yeah. laws and such. So you have logistics. Uh, wait, mental wait. morale plus four because they love you. <laughs> yes, yes. Knowledge plus four because there are uh, lots of people that uh, have a, a great deal of education on this. Uh, yes. No craft. Uh, social we'll... relations plus three, connections plus three, resources plus three. I figured as much. We've got the money. We've got. <laughs> yeah. I basically got the connections. The only thing I need to make sure to do is hire, a, get some. Friends. And the asset, Ivana Larson, who has law at plus three. This Ooh. is a, a specific That's... skill law. Uh, plus three is not bad because remember that uh, groups add their influence to every role. Ah, yeah. Okay, so he does beat me because I have political science specialty law. Which would give me with the specialty a six, but before that, yep. a four. Uh, why this is important, though, is uh, uh, one of the things that I uh, detail in the permanent post for the groups is that um, okay, individuals why? never get influence, which means individuals can never attack a group. You you just can't do it without a group supporting you. Yeah, I'm happy my in. Yes, my influence is better than the Cheka. That solves all everything yeah. for me. Yeah, the points were pretty close. The railroad ended up having 43 points, and uh, Daniel Bishop supporters had 44 points. I'm surprised they did so good, considering I uh, I figured the railroad would have more. But I may, I guess I had all, I have a crud load of chips, and I kept making sure, like, oh, let's add yeah. four chips. Oh, let's add five. Chips. The railroad has less skills because almost all of their points got put into influence, so that they're a global organization. Yeah, that was that was not. actually one, yeah. that was actually one of the things I was hoping for is that mine would gain enough influence to at least uh, take care of 
uh, take take care of both the local and England, since yep. England is my home country, and England was where I was going to end up at some point or another. They're they're not that well connected yet, but uh, they are they are fairly influential with uh, power that's and cool. such. That's why yeah. it's, it's yep, a, that's why I like a it. small small coalition, lots of lots of backing. Good odd, you know, lo- looking at it, you're not exactly sure why they love Bishop so much. But <laughs> hey, uh, hey, they know I'm an honest man. I'm a man of the people. They saw me when I. They've seen me save children and cats that are scratching at my face from burning buildings. <laughs> right. I remember that picture. I remember you rolled for the cat, and the cat really did not like me. <laughs> Oh wow, this computer is huge. okay. So you will have gotten some time with uh, Ivana, uh, Miss Larson, who is uh, your. I turn you well, my friend. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, no. you have to. You that's uh, you have basically the person who has been uh, kind of leading through this, uh, who is uh, appointed by uh, courts, is now uh, introducing you to Ivana Larson, who is wishing to be your legal representation, uh, and she is. Of course, she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't say that she's from a group called the People for Daniel Bishop. <laughs> she, <laughs> she simply gives you a card and says that there are uh, there are a large contingent of people. Well, actually, there are a there is a small contingent of people with a lot of power and interest in setting you free, Mister Bishop. I agree. Card. I agree. With this. <laughs> hey. I like the secondary aspect. I don't know what we're electing me to, but I like the secondary aspect. I figure Bishop is probably, if Bishop ever, I know this is probably before the news, but once Bishop hears about the deal, he's going to try and manipulate it so that, that I already told you what Bishop wants to do for that deal. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Bishop, uh, it hasn't happened yet, and also Bishop's been kept from any news, newspapers, etc., so you don't know what's going on. And- I'll I'll ask uh, Ivana to catch me up on anything that's relevant or anything that's important in the world. Actually, uh, she is not permitted to do so by the court. Oh, okay. First thing she says, you understand. Well, first of all, she asks, do you accept me as your legal counselor, Mr. Of course. Who would want to give me a a really bad counsel? Ivana uh, is probably in her early 30s, a very tall woman. Uh, While she's not beautiful, her, her... you would call her more handsome, okay? She has chiseled features, and while it's not uh, memory not roll, have managed, I slept with her before? Uh, that's word. good. That's oh. good. Uh, you do, however. What is your? Uh, actually, do give me a roll here for your not alertness, but uh, what would be a good one for this? Right, take a look here real quick. Oh, it's not good being sick for two weeks during your time. Political science scholarship. I don't think you want me to do investigation. No, no. Uh, probably alertness is the best uh, best skill for this. Uh, yeah, alertness would work just fine. Six. A six. Unless I get, really, did you hear that? I'm going to give her a default role. She's not really trying to hide anything. Uh, but, okay, good enough. Uh, she speaks with a slight German accent, uh, but she sounds like she has uh, either been in uh, Britain for a while um, or just her English is exceptional yeah, because it's just 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 a tinge. <clears throat> I don't comment on it. Okay. Um, other than that, uh, there's nothing really outstanding about her. Other than she is a striking woman. Now, you you really couldn't classify her as beautiful, but she does stand out in the crowd. Uh, um, uh, can you give me uh, besides this? I know there's another court matter concerning me. Uh, do you have any information on that court matter? The, the patcher. Yes. Uh, oh, yes, yes, I do have paperwork for that as well. She slides it over to you. And uh, in my fuddled state here, I've forgotten the woman's name. Do you remember offhand? Oh, uh, give me a second. I have it. Jennifer Renwick. Jennifer Renwick. I have it right here. Daughter of Harris. Yes. Okay. Um, With and Allard the suit and... is, uh, this, she's not really asking anything from you other than your acknowledgement that it is, uh, it is your child. Uh, I will, uh... <laughs> Uh, can I also, uh, I know this is a really horrible time, but, um, can you, if, if you get the chance, can you, uh, set up something, uh, see if you can get a little money from my account? I acknowledge the child and also, uh, can I, can you, like, buy me a nice good wedding ring? <laughs> well, she kind of stares at you for a moment says, well, well, of course, I, I can do these things under my purview as your lawyer. Um, she says, uh, she says, she hands you a piece of paper and says, uh, sign off on the bottom there. This is allowing me access to your funds. I sign Within off. A limited scope, of course. Yes, I sign off. If you want to take care of this bit of paperwork here, this is Jennifer Renwick's statement. Um, essentially, if you wish to uh, just go ahead and claim that uh, yes, uh, this this uh, this child is mine, 
by this yes. woman, etc. Uh, there, yes. there, there's no court appeal or anything else. If you wish to acknowledge it, I'll use it. Oh, yes, I, I'll acknowledge it openly. Okay. This is my child, and I uh, also wish to give her a wedding ring. A wedding ring. <laughs> yes, it's uh, perhaps best if you... Uh, I, I will, of course, find you the best that your funds allow. She, uh, I uh, arches funds. an eyebrow as, as in, uh, you know, you're reading into it as in, exactly how much should I go for here? Uh... The best you can find, since my since I, it's not like my funds are doing anything except accruing interest so right now. Resources. Bishop's resources four. Four. Oh yeah, that's a substantial rock without having to roll. <coughs> yeah, I have resources, and my specialty is money to burn. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Jesus. However, yeah. I would. Uh, uh, I, I think it's probably best that we wait until we've uh, oh, freed yes, you yes. from these uh, these matters. Uh, yes, you can yes, present uh, it yourself. Uh, yes. Uh, um, also, just in, I figure, just in case something really bad happens, although I very doubt it, uh, quick will and testament, everything goes to my child when he turns, when the child turns of age. Well, I can certainly have those paperwork drawn up for you. I don't have that on the press. Oh, no, Mr. Bishop, no. do you understand have... the charges that are being leveled, uh, levied against you, uh, seditionary charges? Do you understand these? Uh, not exactly. I don't know what I did to be termed sedition. Oh, not, not, no, no, sir. Not, not what you did. You understand what the charge is. Uh, sedition versus traitor. No, I do not know the difference. Okay. Exactly. Oh, she gives the law spiel on it. Um, essentially it comes down to sedition is, means you haven't done anything directly against the crown. You haven't levied war. You haven't attacked her troops. But what you have done is tried to undermine the crown's influence. That's sedition. Uh, being a traitor is you've directly made attacks against the crown, against her people, um, etc. Okay. So, so one is fomenting, and one is directly combating. So in other words, I'm not a traitor, I'm just a person taking the steps to become a traitor? Yes, yes, uh, and that is that, that is what uh, the Crown is worried about here, especially with your, um, shall we call it, fame uh, in the newspapers and on the kinetoscopes. I, I would never do anything against the Crown. I'm always for Britain. I'm shocked that they would even levy these charges. She's writing this down. So this is your official statement? Yes. These charges are <clears throat> are incorrect and deny them? Yes. I have taken every step, every action I take has been <coughs> for the betterment of Britain through its calling. Well, I've been able to, uh, and she pulls out a folder and, and slides it across to you. Uh, this is uh, what the prosecutor has that I've been able to review. And I need to go over these points with you to make sure that uh, we are come to an understanding and if you can enlighten me uh, as to the charges here. It's a fairly thick envelope. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> The first paper in it um, is, uh, she says, this is potentially the most damaging, and I've arranged them in the uh, the most hurtful uh, charges placed against you. This one's actually, uh, the first thing you notice is it's been notarized by uh, the guilds and Watson and Crick's signatures on it. Oh, God. Um, just perusing it. Uh, it's basically the write-up of your memory lapse. And uh, the description of how you may have been under control for a stated amount of time, how you, uh, through <clears throat> through some help, were able to remember somewhat of what happened during that time. And uh, so she says the prosecutor is going to make the the case that uh, you may not consider yourself to be a traitor or a seditionist, but but uh, due to this report, can you really be sure that you are not a sleeper agent or that you aren't under someone's control? How would you answer this? Or can I make a roll to come up with a good response? Cause... Well, give me your response, and you can make the roll to see how believable okay. it is to her. Okay. So what would you say, and then you can roll the dice. Based off my understanding of the drugs and the research and discussion with a few people, the drugs are only temporary, and the drugs do not have long-lasting effects. They can influence you over a short period of time, or over the long haul, you are in control of yourself. That is why the drugs themselves have a memory thing in them, and they have to be taken orally and often. That is how I know I am in control of myself, is the fact that I do not have constant memory lapse. I remember everything that's happened, except well, except for that. So then, uh, during this time that you're not able to remember, uh, you could have been influenced to do seditionary actions, but uh, you believe that you are no longer under these... No, I am not. Do you believe there is a possibility that you might have created seditionary causes during the time that cannot remember? Of course, since you can't remember, this would have to be hearsay. Friends, acquaintances? Arches your eyes. <laughs> yes, I 
have a few who can vouch for me. Uh, one, Drina Erbauer. She can vouch for me during uh, those those periods. She can agree with my statement. And uh, uh, yes, uh, perhaps not the best person to choose, as she is also on the list. Uh, uh, oh, I have a uh, a few other acquaintances that can probably take care of me. Um, the player here is forgetting the head of uh, the friend. Uh, some of the farmers. I right. I list farmers. I list list the head of the. Uh, what was it? Transportation or agriculture or whatever that guy's name right. was. That um, that guy. They can they can vouch for me on various occasions. Uh, just be a little careful with the farmers. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, you can use rapport, empathy. Um, rapport. You can well, this is my first... yeah, You can use deceit. You oh, actually no. think you might have done something. No, no. I know Bishop knows he hasn't done anything wrong. He's a rapport. Oh All wow! Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then plus two if you're allowing first impressions. Another plus two. So seven or nine if first impression counts. I'll take nine, but you're at a negative because uh, you have not shot down the point. You may have done some while. I, I, I don't believe I've <laughs> done, I have not done anything wrong. The, but well, but was, you stated that you've not remembered during that time. And uh, there was statements, only, okay, of course, uh, would be helpful. Uh, necessary, only, we can draw this. Uh, there's only one detail that I know that I, I have confirmed that I did was there was a... Uh, there was a break-in at a place, and I know that I did do that, and I give her the details of, of I remember of how I woke up in the one place. Uh, lawyer, co- pay, uh, lawyer client confidentiality is a point, right? Of course. Okay, then I give her the full details of waking up in a random, waking up in a building next to a bloody body, discovering that something had been stolen there. So you may or may not have killed uh, an employee of the British government. Yes, and I may or may not have helped <coughs> feeling something of some importance. Okay, and she makes some notes, and she says the next page you'll find there, uh, the prosecutor is calling uh, some French citizens um, to levy questions against your activities in Metapol. It seems that they had suffered grievous bodily harm uh, while under the employ of the French government in Metapol um, to watch your activities. I thought that was taken care of. When I discussed it specifically with the French consulate, they told me that this was this was done. No charges were the charges against me were dropped. Of course, but it could still be brought up in the court under these charges. Ah, exactly. Well, what can you tell me about uh, your relations with the French government, Mister Bishop? Uh, especially, uh, we have aggravated assault charges here. As you were saying, you were relieved, but nonetheless, they're on record. <sighs> Okay, here's what I discovered from my investigation. My guess is that um, someone was doing this and sneaking up on them, and they were just blaming me because I was there. But at my house, there had been a few people who had been beaten up and thrown into my garbage can. On one morning, I had uh, discovered the person there and took him to the hospital. I discovered again the next morning another one who had been wounded. There was some... uh, And I took them again to a different hospital and had them taken care of. It stopped after that time. Uh, at that time, I had also um, been uh, talking with a few of the children around town, as I am a good friend of the children, as I do help out at the daycare center and have put in time. I had them start coming around to make sure that they weren't getting hurt. And the children, being the uh, quick-witted ones they are in Metapol, started selling them bread, wine, cheese, and cigarettes and all that. And things had been things cleaned up after that. And no more Frenchmen got hurt, although I never did discover the actual origin. And during these times when these uh, French citizens were accosted, did you have memory lapses? No. Right, this, the, if I remember right, this is uh, this is the player memory. No, no, this was after all those memory yeah, problems. No, you you connected. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every minute Most of the time, time, I was sleeping in my heavily <laughs> fortified house, in my heavily fortified apartment. Uh, the next page you're uh, very acquainted with here, uh, as they may bring uh, uh, Jennifer Renwick. Uh, is a potential uh, witness against you. Um, against? What if well, I thought uh, they, 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 she will be brought in as a witness and ask questions that could be damaging. Uh, she herself is not, uh, from what I understand, uh, reason to have you uh, have you jailed. However, there is a question that she is a British intelligence officer uh, that you did come into contact with on Italian soil. And for what reason, Mr. Bishop? Uh, it could be said that you were trying to get information from this intelligent asset. Actually, uh, what happened at the time was it was a little bit of a... It was more of a different circumstance. Uh, what happened was we were doing a bit of investigation for um, the late 
a little bit of solemnness goes in my voice, the late, uh, the late Tesla. We were doing an investigation for him into the island in that, um, with a potential connection to, uh, the hole in the ace gang on the island. We were doing it on his regard and we went there and, uh, she was an, she has a, an attractive figure. And so I, uh, started going after her and then one jog, uh, she kicked me and then flirted with me and let's just say it was a weird and I followed her and did rappelling for the first time <laughs> down a wall and ah uh, that was interesting. Well, I perhaps we her. can gloss over this one. <laughs> she said that's how they do Yes, uh it was more of I followed it was more of she led me and I discovered afterward that she was there on British business. Uh the next file is uh perhaps the most damaging, but also the most circumstantial. And uh, they are the sepia tone photographs of uh you with uh guns and Cheka agents behind you. Wait, wait, like... I was never with the Cheka. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were. <laughs> there uh, were at least three scenes when you were with Cheka agents. <clears throat> scenes where I was with Cheka agents. <laughs> uh, and you oh. have a gun. <laughs> Exactly what, what uh, can you tell me the uh, exact reason uh, you're holding an illicit firearm in this picture and uh, people behind you have been positively identified uh, as uh, a militaristic organization that perhaps doesn't have uh, Britain's <laughs> best mind at heart. But this particular photo, Mr. Bishop, and you know, there's like a, you know, your eyes are bright, you know, there's a big grin on your face, and you're, sh you're shooting off rounds on this rifle. <laughs> I believe, uh, what I was told when I was uh, talking to a couple of uh, the dock workers was that they were going out, uh, going out, go hunting. Uh, they wanted the apparently they were hunting. I heard that there was something big out there and they said, well, let's make sure you know how to use one of these one of these babies before you go out hunting. So this was not uh, taken, and as you can see, when I say this is circumstantial, you really can't make out the background, but you attest that this wasn't taken upon uh, Metapole proper. This was in Oh, no, no, that outside. was definitely outside the city. Ah, yes, which is not under perfect British rule. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> no firearms within the city that will never happen. I would never do anything. Um, You can talk to the farmers. I've gone out with hunting with them before, multiple times. All right. And the last of which uh, may or may not be brought up as it is uh, sensitive. And you notice that it, it has a clearance sign on it. And then she waves it away saying, well, this uh, this had to be shown uh, for defense purposes. So you can look at it without fear of being shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> in it, it detail entails a raid that was done on Sylvan Pines. Released two uh, very important intelligent assets, Mr. Starling and Mr. Constantine. There was a raid on Sylvan Pines? And while there is no photographic evidence of you, uh, Mr. Bishop, being on the premises at the time, uh, several of your of the people that uh, are in your friendship circle uh, were tagged to the site. Huh. I did not know of this. I did. I was never informed of any occurrences on. And then she pulls out the newspaper clipping of uh, you know, the death of Constantine, and you're featured prominently in it as you took some credit. Oh, for it. <laughs> that's. Uh, are you saying one of the agents that was housed there was this agent right here? So deniability, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I was. I was only told that uh, this was a despicable agent that had come across some. Uh, come across multiple times. <laughs> And this is me, my character being honest, because they never told me everything about Silver Pond. Uh, and this is, uh, and I'm like, I, I understood that he was a former, uh, I understood that he was some type of agent, and that's how he had such specialized knowledge, but, uh, I did not know who he was an agent for. I was never told this, uh, this was not my information. That was more of one of the other compatriots who seemed to have an obsession with him. I just understood that he was connected with multiple bombings, multiple threats. Well, she waits for you to finish looking through the pile, and then she takes it back and puts it in a briefcase and says, Well, the Crown is going uh, for the maximum sentence they can get in uh, such a case, uh, which is uh, a a very large amount of jail time, as well as, uh, shall we call it, vigorous debriefing uh, by the Crown's Intelligence Committee. What do you, uh, <laughs> I want your honest opinion. What are our chances of getting out, getting clean? Well... Seeing as you are a public figure and there are many positive uh, aspects to your nature, which uh, we can cite and uh, 
has been well recorded in Metapol time. <laughs> yes. It's uh, a bit better than even odds, I'd say. It really depends on what, uh, well, I'll have to live on with you, Mr. Bishop. I feel that uh, the Crown's prosecutor here is going for, mm, to make a object of you, to make a, you may not know what's going on right now, but uh, there's some overtures of uh, war being bandied about. Uh, Britain's power structure uh, is perhaps not as firm as they would like, and uh, they want well, to if an the, example could be made of such a public figure as yourself to show how uh, Britain is still strong and take care of those that uh, are trying to undermine her, it would send the strong message. And of course, and she looks at you very, very frankly, if you do actually have knowledge the Crown wants, it could explain why they're going after you so with with so much if they uh, if they have specific if you can ask them what specific knowledge they're looking for i might be able to give them something but if they're just <laughs> going to attack my character then i won't stand it well I, i've got to say some of this is pretty damning um really it uh it, it's going to depend on what the jury uh is going to believe uh there's some pretty hard evidence in here uh you have some good explanations as to why but it shapes up to be a pretty good well let, let me let me paint a picture of what we have here at this folder mr what we have here is a highly charismatic uh man who has some uh perhaps uh political perhaps uh some desire to rise into station in life uh who's been doing good deeds who has had his face canvassed on many newspapers international as well i might add she throws a copy of one of the french uh newspapers down oh really i made it yes. to, i made it to a french newspaper she did it's an expose on you know uh bishop uh killer or saint <laughs> i'm surprised <laughs> luckily but, uh, i know french such things could be attributed to, well, I'll be blunt, a spy. Are you working for another government, Mr. Bishop? I would never work for another government. I, The only person who I've ever worked for has been the British government and also for Tesla, who has had the best interest, who has had the interest of Britain at heart. Very well. Uh, we'll have a preliminary hearing in the morning, and uh, I'll ask the prosecutor if perhaps there is uh, some way that this can be settled without a full trial. And, of course, uh, she goes over her shopping list, <laughs> one ring, <laughs> deliver certain papers, drop uh, <clears throat> drop your living will. Uh, well, uh, it's a pleasure to do business with, you, business with you, Mr. Bishop. It's always good to find people who I can trust and believe. All right. And uh, she leaves. The rest of the day, as you <clears throat> get another meal that, while isn't horrible uh it's barely uh sustaining you get your time out in the yard make sure to uh, do the make sure to as i'm jogging the track what little track there is i think fondly of the jog i had with jennifer renwick the first time <laughs> as skipping the part where i get need in the nuts <laughs> all right make me an alertness roll oh god is someone else trying to kill me uh uh, seven, eight, eight, two plus eight. Uh, eight, ten. If did you hear that counts? Um, all right. Um, as you make a lap around the track, he's like, I'm gonna take a cough drop here. Oh, no, <laughs> trying to kill me now. Um, as you're going around the track and you make your first mile around, kind of heading back to where you were let in, you notice that your uh, two guard escort are missing. <sighs> and you're the only person out on the field right now. I look for some. Uh, okay. I start heading back to wherever my cell is. All right, you start heading in that direction. You notice that uh, the uh, side entrance where they bring in laundry and they bring in, uh, this is like the servants entrance, I guess you'd call it, wide open. I just head back to my cell because this is an obvious setup of some sort. The uh, door going back into the detention block is locked. I kind of knock nicely and say, can I get back into my cell? I'm done out here. No response. Eh. I just kind of, uh, as long as the fence isn't electrified or the wall is nice there, I'll just kind of lean on the wall. All right. Um, after a while, um, one of the uh, uh, the guard towers, uh, you see some motion up there as a, a guy uh, stands up and he has uh, like a sniper rifle in his hand and kind of waves across the yard. I'm going much alert in this role so high. And uh, leaning up against the fence and the door opens. It goes uh, back to the detention block and the two guards are there again. Where'd you guys go? Smoke break. Ah, okay. 
Uh, it was a little wor- it was a little lonely out here. Okay, let's go back in. I kind of look at you stonily, but get back to your cell. Uh, next morning, you're given a better breakfast. Eggs, toast, bacon, all of it cooked actually pretty well. And after you're finished with breakfast, they take you, uh, basically they let you shower and uh, some uh, a suit is set out for you. It's not my nice suit. That was destroyed. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's actually kind of shabby. Uh, a little threadbare. I mean, it's still a suit. Wow, you know, that it's was... It's not dirty or anything. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. You know, it's seen better days. No, it's just, it's not my okay. nice, it's not my super, super nice suit that disappeared and was destroyed. So dirty. But that was such an obvious setup. Set of dress shoes, highly polished, laying there as well. Ooh, I put on the dress shoes. I make sure I look at myself in the mirror, try to do my hair. Yep, you do the best you can <laughs> what you're given. Um, going by the alertness roll again, uh, you notice that uh, the left uh, the left shoe, you notice because your your hips start aching a little bit as you walk around the room, it seems that the, the left heel is just a little bit shorter than the right heel. <sighs> I take off, uh, I stop for a second, take off the right he- right shoe, start patting it down, looking for the, patting it, looking for anything, like any type of bug or anything like that. The left heel comes off, um, and inside there's like a, a very small one-shot pistol loaded. The left heel? I take off the shoe and I kind of <coughs> set them to the side and I go, eh, guards, these aren't my shoes. Uh, different guard that you hadn't seen before. So I had to stick them on. Are they too big or too small? Uh, the, the one of the shoes isn't a legal shoe. What, brown? Uh, <laughs> I, um, I kind of push them away from me, kind of make sure. Uh, there's a, I, I'm up against the wall. I'm not near the shoes. I found something. I think it's maybe a gun in one of the shoes. All right. Uh, some guard goes away. There's some. Uh, you hear some rapid running. The cell doors thrown open. Two guards come in with clubs and they kind of advance on you. I, I'm yeah. away from the shoes. I'm away from the shoes. Uh, third one comes in who uh, sounds like the one that's talking to Bar. He says, Are "These the shoes?" He kind of I, nudges at the club. Are they the shoes? Well, yeah, they haven't changed. Shoes oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Those are the shoes. It's in the left heel. All right. Taps it with his club, uh, which removes the heel. He sees the gun in there. And he says, "Ah." You got somebody in the big house been trying to spring you? I hope not, because I want an honest-to-God trial. All right, boys. No need to beat him up. And they're like, all right, grumbling a little. <laughs> and uh, he comes back with a proper pair of uh, <laughs> patent leather shoes, which uh, uh, kind of unfortunately, they're a very nice pair of shoes, which really shows off how poor the suit is. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, the best I could find. Uh, thank you. They're They're great. Make my suit. They're better than my suit. <laughs> Unless this is your suit. Then it's a great suit. And uh, all of them leave. Uh, the guy in the back who was talking to you early kind of stays back a little bit and says, Keeping up with you in the papers, Mr. Bishop. You're all right in my book. Thank you. It's as long one more supporter is... It's always nice to have someone on my side. Uh, not soon afterwards, uh, guards come back to escort you to the court. I go to the court. Okay. And uh, you notice that there are, there's a milling throng outside, photographers, journalists uh, yelling out, trying to, Mr. Bishop! And of course, your guards kind of hem you in so that uh, you really can't answer them. Uh, I was going <laughs> no comment anyway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're ushered into uh, the courtroom. Doors are barred, and uh, the only people here is the, well, there's two, uh, two guards flanking you, uh, your lawyer. Crown's prosecutor and a judge. Uh, and I make sure to as you walk in. Okay. Uh, I kind of wave attention to my lawyer so I can kind of whisper something in her ear and kind of say, "Okay, someone there was," uh, and I kind of tell her about uh, the two happenstances of the last day of the uh, yard. Uh, before and the you shoot. really get into it, uh, the judge smacks down his gavel and says, "Mr. Bishop, you'll be able to consult your lawyer after we have this briefing. Sit thank down." You, Your Honor. <laughs> thank you, Your Honor. I sit down. And. uh, one of the guards reads out uh, Crown versus Bishop and uh, goes into the sum, uh, summary charges of sedition that are being levied against you. Uh, the fomenting of uh, rebellion against the Crown, the uh, possibility of being a, uh, a spy for a foreign that has foreign allegiances. This is uh, actually the first time that you heard that they're going to uh, pursue that angle. Your lawyer actually, hmm, arches her eyebrows at that one. And uh, so the prosecutor uh, sums up uh, to the judge uh, what the Crown is going for. They're asking for a term of not less than 30 years in prison or 20 at hard labor. 
Hmm. The judge is looking over some paperwork and says, oh, well, you're, they're not... that's a fairly harsh charge for uh, what we have here. Uh, really? Oh, I figured they'd be going for death. <laughs> well, not for sedition. If they were trying uh, to, if they were trying to traitor, present traitor, uh, yeah, be hung. But, <laughs> all right. Uh, judge hears out the prosecutor. He brings up, uh, what your lawyer told you that he'd probably be going for, the, the fact that you were associating with known seditionists, uh, the problems of Metapole. Um, and this is the first time you hear that uh, uh, the guilds are trying to uh, become uh, extraterritorial. You know, they're trying to break away from nation status and trying to uh, become their own uh, authority. And my case, and at that point, my mind goes, shit, shit, my case is screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, just looks over this and says, hmm, oh, is there some, some very pointed charges there? Mr. Bishop, I believe your lawyer, and Jennifer, or not Jennifer, uh, Ivana stands up and says, uh, yes, Your Honor, uh, Mr. Bishop categorically denies that he has had uh, any seditionary tendencies, nor is he a uh, spy or an asset for a foreign power, and that he vows, and he, she reads off uh, directly that you, what you were saying about being uh, a British <laughs> through and through and for the crown and all that. Yes. Uh, the statement you told her. Yes. A very eloquent statement. <laughs> Oh, very well. Um, but then your your uh, lawyer speaks up and says, "But uh, your honor, I am. Uh, I would like to uh, uh, make the point that uh, there's the charges against Mr. Bishop here uh, seem to have gone up since uh, he was first brought here. These were not. Uh, I was not given any time to prepare a defense against these new accusations, or nor have I been able to uh, see what the prosecutors have worked up. Uh, I believe this is a gross negligence for Mr. Bishop, um, and as his attorney, I, I feel ill-prepared to answer these new charges. Uh, judge looks over the prosecutor and says, <coughs> and says, well, uh, <coughs> she brings up some very good, uh, very good points here. Uh, what do you have to say? The prosecutor, uh, brings out a piece of paper and slides it across the judge's desk, and he looks up at this and says, oh, Oh, it seems the stakes have gone up a bit. And he hands the paper over to your lawyer. <laughs> she looks at it and you notice that uh, she goes white. <laughs> she <laughs> stares at it for a moment and says, I would like a five-minute recess, uh, Your Honor, to discuss these uh, new findings with my client. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> says, yes, you may recess for five minutes. And the prosecutor and the judge uh, leave you in the courtroom. <laughs> oh, God. What is it? All right. Uh, well, uh, one is uh, <clears throat> it's a uh, it's an order by the monarchy actually <laughs> um, that is leveling these offenses against you that uh, that uh, that you were instrumental in the guilds uh, declaring uh, sovereignty amongst themselves and, uh, that they have made movements to uh, deny uh, technology and scientific advancement to the English uh, to the British throne. And uh, this is supported heavily with documents and photographs of you and Tesla making happy and the fact that you were working as a guild agent and some of the cases you were working on getting pretty dicey with the French and the Germans. You seem to have, uh, you know, they, they've got a case history of everyone that you've made a contact or an <laughs> asset with. This is where I'm using contact in some other <laughs> I figured it was. Yeah. Uh, can I talk to her and say, um... I'm willing to make a statement that against this, I do not, I was, I was working for Britain. I, I kind of look flabbergasted and I go, I was working for Britain. I would never have them go against, this is, this is ridiculous. Why would they even do something like this? Well, this is a crown statement saying that you have never been employed by the, uh, uh, British government as a uh, as a field asset or otherwise. Uh, Never so directly, but they have always around. been at my heart. Britain has always been at my heart. Unfortunately, Mr. Bishop, uh, short of dissecting you, removing your heart, and pulling through your entrails, that's kind of hard to prove. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, she kind of looks around Can the you, courthouse I, I, and uh, tells you, they're fishing. They're... they're uh, I have to... Can you... I know you're not supposed to tell me what's going on, but what is going on that the uh, that that the guilds are trying to create their own thing? All right, yeah, this is where she will tell you what's been going on in the news in the few minutes that you have about uh, <clears throat> impending war. Um, Britain pulling out their backing for uh, from the guilds, uh, seizing guild a assets in Britain. Uh, uh, that apparently uh, there was some snafu with uh, Mr. Joshua Dare, who wasn't Dare, but now is Dare again. And <laughs> 
oh, oh yeah. I, uh, I go, oh yeah, doppelganger. I just kind of wave it off, doppelganger. Um, yeah, she's looking at you and she's like, okay, uh, uh, Mr. Bishop, I'm a, I'm afraid if, uh, that and she just shakes her head. You know far too much about these things. Uh, you have to level me. Is, is there any weight to this? Uh, now, don't don't be a lion in a song and dance. It, it, I <laughs> I the weight to it is that I may have been manipulated into doing this, but there's a. There is a man in the back of this, um, one, uh, Rathke, Rathke, but, uh, he goes by the name of Thomas, his original name was Thomas. Oh, stop, Edison. stop! She puts her hand up and says, no, I, I don't want to know these things. These are probably things that they want to interrogate you for. Uh, the, the... No, 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 I Mr. Have, Bishop, it's probably best. No, <laughs> there is no real weight to this. I have been privy to a lot of information. But every step, I, I I know you don't want to hear the song and dance, but every step has always been my in my eyes, my looks. I've always looked for what helps Britain. I thought the colony, by being strong, <laughs> would give the taxes to Britain, which would help strengthen Britain, and the inventions there would help Britain, not fall off of their own thing and do their own thing. <sighs> All right, Mister Bishop, I think perhaps we should revise our strategy. I think it's yes. best that you that you guilty but but she puts up her hands but that you were duped into it i believe they're wanting something from you and you might be given an offer if you do plead guilty under the circumstances that you didn't know what you were doing okay but i'll consider it after you no longer become a robot pause <clears throat> actually let's try to wait this out for a minute or two and see if it clears up i'd rather get it on one recording yeah uh can we at least uh when we can we at least discuss this with them in private so that we can finalize the deal and not in front of the courtroom, etc.? Because this, this, this is, this is, excuse me for being frank, but this is bull. Uh, do I sound any better now? No, you still sound like a robot. All right. Well, let's uh, take a couple of minutes here. Let me use the restroom and I'll be back. All right. Okay, I'll get a refill on my drink. Yep. Yeah, I'm back. You sound less robotic. All right, so it's still bad, or no, no, you, you're, it's gone. All right, um, you as well. Um, we have to make the claim in front of the judge, but uh, if the prosecutor then offers up a possible solution, and then of course we can uh, make this private. Yes, I'd rather work out the details with them so that it's not so we have exactly a statement because I would. Oh, I can't believe they're doing this. You're telling me, dare is the one who's putting this up. Uh, yes. Yes, he is. He seems to be uh, very firmly in control now, and he has a lot of backing for this. It seems that he's made an ultimatum um, that Britain uh, can choose to be part of the guilds once again and uh, enjoy the the fruits of the scientific labor thereof, or they can be cast out uh, while the rest of the world uh, benefits from this. <laughs> This is the real dare, not a doppelganger dare, right? By all accounts, this is uh, the man himself. Now, the words that I use are what the crowd's been banning about. It's not what he has officially stated. Officially, uh, she pulls out, oh, she just hands you a newspaper. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it's an interview with, uh, well, it's a statement by Joshua Dare, uh, basically saying that uh, in this time of uh, uh, open aggression and possible warfare, uh, that the guilds are taking it upon themselves to not be uh, merchants of death and destruction, and they refuse to allow any power uh, to use their scientific advances uh, to the detriment of another. And uh, the spiel goes on that basically he's creating uh, the UN, if you will. This is a uh, no, any member in the guild uh, forswears allegiance to their country and becomes a, a member of the guild and works to the betterment of humanity, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, he's, okay. he's trying to basically make the guilds its own sovereign uh, nation where they're working for the betterment of everyone and no one nation will be able to use their technology uh, against another. I look at her and go, yeah, after that, time to throw myself on the mercy of the court. <laughs> uh, for the other charges, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. 
<laughs> right. Okay, so uh, not guilty to sedition, but uh, possibly, well, that's part of the sedition, but not guilty oh, yeah. to the spying. Cetera. Yeah, no no right. spying. None of that. All right, uh, so uh, the judge comes back and says, all right, Mr. Bishop, you have a statement for the court. Guilty or not guilty? Turn over to my lawyer yes. to say and, it nicely. Uh, yes, you know, not guilty to the charges of uh, of uh, tradecraft, spycraft for a foreign nation. Uh, and Mr. Bishop would like to enter in a uh, a plea for guilty with lenience for the charges of sedition, uh, as he uh, does believe that uh, his actions can certainly be seen as seditionary uh, by the Crown. However, he they were not intended in this uh, respect, and he believes that perhaps he was duped into this as well. Uh, further, Mr. Bishop, uh, despite his relations uh, with uh, the now current head of the Guild uh, and uh, their machinations of late, uh, did not know that this was uh, the direction they were taking. However, he does uh, agree that perhaps he did play some small part in these maneuverings. The judge looks over the prosecutor and the prosecutor looks dead at you, Mr. Bishop, <laughs> nods and hands another paper to the judge. The judge looks it over and says, this is uh, he looks at it again, runs his thumb across something on the bottom of the paper and says, oh, this is highly irregular, but uh, I will allow you to discuss this with uh, Mr. Mr. Bishop, uh, he looks up, uh, Mrs. Ms. Larson, uh, I'm afraid that, uh, and she, he hands the paper over to Miss Larson, and Miss Larson smiles when she reads it, nods to you, and says, I believe, uh, Miss Larson and I, myself, will take a ten-minute recess and allow you to discuss things with the prosecutor, and they take their leave. <laughs> and she gave me the knowing nod, right? Yes. Okay. She gave you the nod of, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> That's good. And the prosecutor introduces himself, uh, <clears throat> uh, Mr. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Harrison Gentry, and says, uh, Mr. Bishop, I'm glad that you uh, <clears throat> acknowledge that perhaps you have done, uh, have, have ill-treated the crown, uh, perhaps by, by your own motivations, uh, but you do realize that damage was done? Yes, I do. Unfortunate damage. Yes. Uh, as was related earlier, the crown was going for maximum penalty on this, but... In view of your statements and allegiance to uh, <clears throat> allegiance to uh, Her Majesty, uh, we would like to make you an offer. We will uh, forestall into any uh, sentencing on the the crimes that you have uh, pled guilty for uh, in exchange for this. He hands you some paperwork. <laughs> I begin reading over the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes substantially longer than the ten minutes you are allotted, but no one comes in to disturb you. <laughs> You are now being recruited as a spy. <laughs> you are, you are, uh, the paperwork is basically you're being tapped as an asset for the, for the crown. Uh, they want to insert you back into the guilds, uh, to report on what is going on, to pass them upon, pass them information as they request, uh, at times, uh, perhaps to even pass along plans of technology. I make sure that there aren't any, I, I make sure to whip out the magnifying glass, make sure there's no fine print about burning me at any point. Um, well, the fine print is essentially, uh, at the crown, if, if the crown believes that you are acting, uh, duplicitously or as a double agent, uh, your, <clears throat> your, uh, penalty for what you've, uh, just pled guilty for will become, uh, active and you'll ser serve out the full time, uh, that uh, you will be extracted even if extraterritorial, uh, with extreme prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, so basically, they're holding it over. He's like, if you play ball with them, you won't have to serve this time. If they think that you're being underhanded, or if you are uh, decide to not work with them once you think you're safe over there, well, they will get a hold of you, and you'll serve your time. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so, go uh, your sentence is being committed uh, upon further evaluation of your services. <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> yes. Here, here, here. Triple get here. Spot of blood here. What? <laughs> I see the horns of growing out here. of his head. Uh, <clears throat> yep, he does actually ask you to prick your thumb. <laughs> Place the bloody print here on this last page. I look at him again. Really? He just stares at you stonily. <laughs> I do it like whatever. Is this for, is this for uh, some type of Watson, some type of testing? It's a way for us to keep track of our agents. Okay. Very well, Mr. Bishop. Your <clears throat> penalties have been committed, and you will report to this address tomorrow. 
Uh, any, uh, any, will there be any type of statements or speeches or anything like that? Or is this all going under the carpet? Because I know that this is very public. Uh, this something has will been be uh, set up for public relations. We, of course, need uh, a good alibi for you to be able to return uh, to Metapol. And so you're, it will be uh, leaked that the uh, proceedings have been sealed, uh, but uh, the Crown has uh, exonerated you. That's always good to you know, hear. Uh, as the records are sealed, we both know the truth of these things, and uh, they can be unsealed at a time. Keep that in mind. Yes, I understand completely. It was nice meeting you. Cheer up, mistress. If you're doing the right thing, truly have the best, uh, the the best reasons and love uh, love the crown. Then this is the right thing. You'll be serving your country, Mister Bishop. I know. I just wish it didn't have to serve my country at the barrel of a gun. Well, you can always serve your jail time. Smiles, big smiles. <laughs> I'm an old man. You think I could serve it? That's a death sentence. Well, look at it this way. <clears throat> if uh, you and Miss Renwick uh, do <laughs> do decide to tie the knot, uh, you won't have to keep uh, top-secret documents from, <laughs> from one another, as you'll both have security clearance. That'll be good, at least. <laughs> so she actually is an agent for the British Crown and not some agent pretending to be another agent? He gives you a, a very large smile and says, Oh, no, Miss Renwick is one of our assets. As a matter of fact, she's your trainer. This is going to be an interesting relationship. <laughs> I so just you smile you, at you him. Have now earn the aspect. Now earn the aspect. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, British intelligence at, uh, at, uh, asset. <laughs> uh, question. Do I still have watched by the French? Uh, yes, you do. It's dropped <laughs> off yet. Ooh, that means Actually, I no longer have that's also, that's also committed. So keep it on your sheet. <laughs> uh, can I get rid of wanted? Yes, you get rid of wanted. I'll just put asset for on my sheet. I don't know what it is. You'll know what it is. Yes. yes. <clears throat> so there you go. You're going to undergo a couple months worth of training, and you're going to be sent back to Metapol. <laughs> uh, and also, I'll make sure if I can, as I said, I'll use whatever influence I can to make sure Britain has a greater than average influence like we want. <laughs> So do you actually uh, wish to marry Miss Renwick? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure she, uh, if she can get a hold of her father, to send an invitation to him. Your <laughs> uh, dead father, you mean? Of course she doesn't. I don't know that. <laughs> she doesn't know that? I don't know that? No one knows it. No one knows it for sure. Flaming battlesuit going into the water. Who knows? I, hey, hey. <laughs> I've, seen, uh, I've seen Constantine survive worse. Yes. Right. So we're not going to role play that part out, but yes, if you wish to be now be married to Jennifer for Renwick, you can. Uh, although uh, they were going to suggest it as a cover, if you want to make it for reals. Then I that, want to make it for reals. <laughs> that is up for you. Up to. Hey, you. I want for reals, and okay. I want. Hey, does that make her Jennifer Bishop? Uh, yes. Yes. I forgot to say, did I ever tell you if you had a daughter or a son? No, you didn't. Ah, uh, you have a daughter. Darn, only uh, only a daughter. <laughs> Does she have a name? Yes, it's Agatha. Agatha Bishop now. Uh, um, oh goody! I don't have to worry about my black book picky, uh, appearing because it got destroyed with my building. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about either of the two black books I have had because I also got the one guys from the, the two PCs past me. Alright, so uh, if you have any un uh, unspent experience, you've got uh, two months, eight uh, weeks. Uh, another <laughs> Huh? Another one? Yep. Wait, we're uh, doing two months after the last. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna pick up the game about two months later. Uh, do I get any XP for this? Oh, of course you do. Uh, three. Three? Oh, yep. cool. That puts me at if it's eight weeks. Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to tell you this. I am now legendary in contacts. Of course you are. <laughs> one legendary contacts. Contacts specialty high society. Uh, this does count as a session for you. Uh, you can pick up the free aspect of Married to Jennifer if you wish. You don't have to, but if you take it, that means if I use it against you, points. Yeah, points. yeah. Oh, I'm going to take it. Yeah. It's um, I'm taking it as part of plot game. Yep. And I'm you do find out, you... by the way, she is your trainer, by the way, <laughs> for the next two months of uh, of spy school, basically. <laughs> uh, that uh, means I'm probably going to actually have to work on getting to seed up, isn't it? It's up to you. Eh, I was never a liar. I yeah, most I, of it is uh, learning about uh, like how to get in contact with them, more about dead drops, more about uh, 
All this knowledgey stuff, I don't really yeah. need. Everything that gets, gets ruled into that aspect you got for the asset to the crown, uh, that kind of gets all rolled into that. Uh, so anyway, what you find out from Jennifer during uh, all your training and everything is that uh, why she wanted you to acknowledge her daughter uh, is because, well, I mean, you are a public figure, um, and she wanted her daughter to know her father, whether or not he wanted to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. I'm I'm guessing she was happy when I said I'd marry her. Assuming you did it right. I'm assuming it was oh. smooth enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I make sure to get the right people, right yeah. thing, you know, right everything. I, I basically, actually, it's probably, I make sure to contact the right people who tell me what to do, and then I just hand the people over to her as she organizes <laughs> everything and be like, nope, need this here, this there, that there. So are you going to have the wedding while you're away, or do you want to have it when you return to Metapol? Because that would actually be a, a really nice starting point for the next game if you want to have it in Metapol. I'd rather, actually, I'd like to have it in Metapol. That was where I was born. <clears throat> it's where I grew up, even if it is a little bit insulting to me. Okay, I have eight points. I'm going to have to add some more skills. Uh, and Jennifer, by the way, could not get back in contact with you after you saw her last uh, because they were tracking you uh, as a possible oh. seditionist, etc. So she could not contact you. Okay. That explains that. Okay, I need to come up with some skills. All okay. right, so there you are. We're going to pick up the game tomorrow, assuming I can go through the whole... I mean, we're still going to do the game. Um, depending on how long my voice holds out, it may be shorter. Um, but there we go. So we're going to open up with uh, with uh, Bishop's Marriage. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I told Nick that I... Uh, uh, throwing myself... Uh, I said, my case went from good to dirt, thanks to dare. He said, ouch, try to distance yourself. And then throw it, and then I told him, throwing myself on the mercy of the prosecutor, made a deal with the devil. That does not, dot, 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 does not sound good. And then I put, I married to winking. And he said, that, dot, 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 sounds even worse. Yes. You, you may not want to announce that you are now a crown spy asset. <laughs> Come on. We know everyone. Come on. Half the people on our team are spies for someone. Plus, they're all going to know when they listen to this. I may not put it up right away. That's good. But come on, Bert. I, we know Gavin's the Gavin's the open spy. I think he's a spy for the old German government. That was my always. That was always my guess. Something like that. We have <coughs> we have the actual German who wants the German government to be back the way it was. We have uh, we have Mr. Army Man who's just I don't know who the Army Man works for. He's crazy. That being uh, Nick. I think he works for the British Crown, but I can never be sure considering he did create a seditionist group who plays with a lot of big guns. <laughs> Alright, well, I will tomorrow then. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs>
campus, you will learn the deepest secrets of the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. From rules mechanics, to beings of the mythos, and insanities that plague men's minds. Join us at www.mu-podcast.com.